Hello, I'm Jacqueline Hellier and this is the Tantric Lounge. Thank you for joining me here today. This is the sixth show in the series and I hope that you've been joining me along the way so far so that you're starting to really shift some of your beliefs and understandings around sexuality and moving towards a more positive and empowering approach to the whole thing so that you as an individual can really come to fulfill yourself and your potential. Because if you have been paying attention, you'll realize by now that our sexuality is a really key part of ourselves as humans and as individuals. Now, so far, we have been doing a lot of ditching myths and moving towards more positive understandings because that's really important. Um, now I want to focus a little bit on men. So we're going to have a couple of shows focused on men today. Today, we're talking about secret men's business and joining me as ever for our scintillating and illuminating conversations is my creative collaborator and co-host, Xavier Waterkang. Hello, world. I must say that that introductory music always gets me a little bit in the mood for this show. Oh, so it should. It is rather down on the lounge isn't it? It, it also sounds like um, it should be the background music for a chocolate commercial. Chocolate commercial? Yeah, I think of chocolate when I hear that music. I thought you thought about 1970s porn movies. Well, that too. But I suppose chocolate. Involving chocolate. <laughs> pretty similar. Actually, you can have melted chocolates pouring all over someone well, lying on a lounge. Yes, well, someone licking it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yes. So getting Moving on, right getting along. Really on, right along. Secret men's business. Mm -hmm. But before we get there, what's latest on Jacqueline? on Planet Jacqueline. Ah, yes. Well, the Tantric Lounge is going live. We mentioned this last week. And this very Sunday, in two, two more days to go, um, I'll be hosting my first event. And it booked out immediately. Immediately. I'm just so excited about that. So I've got 20 lucky people who I'm going to take on a journey for three hours. I'm going to take them on a journey of exploring themselves and their sexuality. And, well, not their sexuality because... Well, hopefully the listeners by now understand that when I say sexuality, I'm just not just talking about genitals doing intense things to each other, but about our sexual energy and about getting very present and some of those really basic tantric concepts that we've been focusing on in the third part of each show. Okay. So and it's going to be really cool. And what else is happening? The retreat. Mm -hmm. Yes, the retreat. So I'm finalising all the details for the first ever Tantric Lounge retreat, which will be held in Bali in late April next year. But I'm even thinking of doing two in a row, possibly. Got the most gorgeous, luscious place amidst the the um, rice paddies and looking out over groves of bamboo and it's just luscious. And I love Bali. They have a, They have a Hindu religion there. And what I love about that, it's not the religion itself, but the fact that they're always putting out little offerings. So there's all these lovely statues around the place and, and the staff there are always putting out like lots of little pretty offerings and stuff. So, so, the, whole, so the whole place is devoted to devotion. Yes, it is. And, it, and it's sensual and it's spiritual and, and you feel protected and it's, oh, so I'm just planning five days of... Wow, a five-day journey. It's going to be great. So I really invite some of the international listeners to make their way to Bali next April. Sure, because it's, easy, it's just as easy to get to Bali when you're overseas as from Australia or anywhere else for that matter. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit close for us Australians, but, uh, hey, it's only across a big stretch of border for the Americans. And, okay, maybe the Europeans it's a bit further, but, hey, it's worth going to Bali. Hey, we're the ones that always have to go far for everybody else. They can That's come true. to us for a change. <laughs> Anyway, yes. um, it's a season of journeys and yes, on, for over the next 50 minutes, mm -hmm. 
this journey is going to take us into the land of secret men's business. It is. So before we go into maybe how to fix certain things that men might not be doing too well, yes. he says as diplomatically as he possibly can, <laughs> um, what's one thing that men do well sexually? Yes. What a man does best is desire, right? <clears throat> As we've discussed in the past, men tend to have a fire type of sexual energy. It's quite strong. It can be quite intense. But it's there, and that's really important. And if you really want to understand the complementarity of men and women and understand sexuality, you have to see your sexual desire as a good thing and for the women to see the man's sexual desire as a positive thing because it's that desire that heats her water energy. Right? It's that desire that creates, that gets an interaction going where the energies can match and meet and create something beautiful. Without that desire, without that spark, you don't get anything else. No. And a lot of the problem is in trying to create desire where mm -hmm. desire isn't. Mm -hmm. But it's easier to create. Is it easier to create desire in men than it is to create it in women? Mm, probably. Which is why you're saying that men desire yes. well. They do. It's strong. It's, it's a strong spark. It's strong. Men's sexual energy and the desire side, yes, in the lead up to sex, tends to be stronger than a woman's. And his physiology is also such. You know, men have the testosterone. They have the, you can call it the lust hormone, but let's call it the desire hormone for the moment. It is stronger in men. Which is a double-edged sword because, mm -hmm. on the one hand, you have this wonderful, strong desire that needs yes. to get everything started. Yes. But then it leads to certain complications, mm -hmm. which leads us to the one thing that men do badly. Yes. Which is? The one thing, pay attention, the one thing men do badly is they thrust. And we're not just talking physically. We're talking energetically. We're talking behaviourally. Yes. Thrust. Yes. It's a very much in-your-face sexuality. It's, it can be too intense. And if there's one thing that men need to learn is to tone down the intensity. That's a bit hard, mm. surely, when the natural urge is to rut. Not necessarily. Because ah. as we discussed last week... The, the yin and the yang of female sexuality and the way, I mean, human sexuality and the way we've evolved is the balance between the bonding and the bonking, so to speak, yes? And the whole desire sort of, the whole desire thing is as much about the bonding as it is about the bonking. Okay, so right. with the thrust thing, mm. what is that's a turn-off for a woman. Yes, time and time again, women say to me, he is too intense, Right? It doesn't give her enough time for her water energy to heat up. It's a bit like trying to block, um, heat up, boil a, a, a large simmering pot of water mm. with flashes of blowtorch. Yeah. yeah, it's not nice. Blast off, blast off, yes. rather than a slow, gentle build-up of the water energy so that it gets to the nice yes. simmer. Because from there you can get to the boil reasonably yes. quickly. Yes. But this whole blast 
thing mm. with the blowtorch ain't, ain't happening. No, it's not good. And men kind of get confused about this. You know, they like, but, you know, I want her, I desire her. Why does she find this so obnoxious? And I say to them, it's like chocolate cake, right? So let's say you are holding a lovely I chocolate cake. I knew chocolate cake. would come into this somehow. <laughs> of course. We're talking sex. We've got to talk chocolate. Um, so you're holding, you're a man, and you're, you've got this lovely piece of chocolate cake, and it is a delicious chocolate cake, right? Yeah. And you know she likes chocolate cake. Let's just assume she likes yes. chocolate cake, and this is the best chocolate cake in the world, and you're offering this chocolate cake to her. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take this chocolate cake and you shove it in her face and you say, here's this chocolate cake, it's fantastic chocolate cake, you like chocolate cake, eat this chocolate cake, it's a great chocolate cake. I can just see the sound levels coming off the roof. Yeah, chocolate cake, chocolate cake, Yes, yes, I can What's see. she going to do? She's... What do you feel like doing when I just mimic that on you? Well, I felt like going away. Recoiling. Recoiling, yes. Yes, recoil. it repels you. That level of intent, even though the chocolate cake is lovely, the way it's being presented is makes... not enticing. It's not enticing. Now, if the same gentleman was to hold this lovely, lovely, gorgeous, yummy, yummy piece of chocolate cake and he held it a little away, away from her and he said, look at this lovely chocolate cake. I have this wonderful chocolate cake. Wouldn't you love to eat this chocolate cake? While you waft it gently under her nose and then... A little. Withdraw and then draw it. it. Oh, withdraw it. <laughs> and then come again a little bit closer. And then withdraw again. What's she going to do? She's going to be enticed. She's going to want her that chocolate cake. She's going to move towards you so that she can indulge in your chocolate She's cake. going to want to wrap that mouth around yeah. that chocolate rather than have you thrust the chocolate cake in. And yes. since we're talking orifices, yes. the genitals are rather similar. You're going to be enticing and yes. the and the opening of the woman yes. will want to enclose yes. the enticement of the male. Beautifully put. You are such a poet, Saviour. Pay attention, gentlemen. Okay. So, exactly, all right? So if we are talking about sex and desire and so forth, the man needs to use his desire in that way. He needs to use his desire to entice the woman. He needs to invite her into him energetically and you call this positive penis energy yes positive penis energy yes let's get to that in a moment all right i just want to focus on this just for a little bit bit longer okay Okay. it's it's the whole concept that masculine energy is a really positive thing yeah it's a very positive thing and you can use it to look for a lure to draw your woman into you. It's kind of the opposite of what happens physically. Energetically, you, the woman enters the man. Uh-huh. You know how we were talking, was it last week or the week before, about the complementarity of the yin and the yang energies within a man, Yeah. right? And for a man, the, the essence of the masculine is to have his yang energy, his strength on the outside, and his yin energy, his softness on the inside, mm-hmm. right? So what we're talking about here is that he opens up his strong protective yang, yeah. right? And he invites her into his yin, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not forcing himself upon her. Yeah, he's opening up and drawing her in. This is, but the key thing here is mm. that it's the flip side of what's happening physically. Mm-hmm. Physically, mm. the man is, converted commas, entering the woman. 
yes, at some level. At some point, or yes. the woman is enclosing the male at yes. some point. Yes. But energetically, he's drawing her in mm -hmm. and she is allowing herself. Mm -hmm. So energetically, mm -hmm. she is moving in. In. Yes. To him. Yes. So this is another example of the wonderful complementarity of sexuality. Yes, where energetically one enters and the other receives, mm -hmm. but physically it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. There's so many lovely complementarities mm -hmm. when we get this. So now positive penis energy. Yes. Now, <clears throat> if you're too intense, then the energy that comes from you as a man and your penis encapsulates the essence of you as a man, right, will be too strong and unpleasant for the woman, mm -hmm. right? So if you can sit powerfully in your penis and in your masculine energy and just allow it to sort of emanate and therefore draw in, invite, entice, then the woman will feel that energy as a positive thing. She'll be drawn to it just as she was drawn in that chocolate cake analogy. Mm -hmm. It won't be an object of, of, of horror or, oh, my God, do I have to okay or all these various things that so many women feel when the interaction between the masculine and the feminine is dysfunctional. I've just thought of something. Have you? Birds do this better than people. <laughs> yes. Male birds do this better than male humans mm -hmm. because if you think of the way that male birds behave, mm. they're the ones with the plumage and they're all about enticement. Mm. They're all about making a performance, about creating a space. Think mm -hmm. about the Australian bowerbird mm -hmm. for, our, for our listeners yes. overseas. The bowerbird is this incre incredible bird. It makes this, it's not a nest, it's actually a little dance dance studio it makes out of twigs <laughs> yes, and, the, and it yes. gathers little bright objects, preferably blue, 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 blue objects. and silver yes. objects, and then it makes a little dance yeah. and that turns on the female bowerbird. Yes, indeed. He welcomes her into his bower. Yes. So, yes, so that's exactly what we're talking about here. Now, I want to stress here because sometimes when men hear me talk like this, they're like, oh, my God, does this mean we've got to do all the work? How ridiculous. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, this is all about equality. Okay. It is also equally important that the woman is showing her interest, at least, if not strong desire. Mm -hmm. Now, she is much more likely to do that if she's not being faced with intensity. Right. Right? If a man is being open to his woman holding a space, being beautiful, mm -hmm. then she will respond positively. And we're not just talking beautifully aesthetically. We're not talking about you don't have to be this gorgeous oil painting of a man. We're mm. talking about beauty in all of its aspects. We're talking about mm. creating a beautiful environment, creating mm -hmm. a beautiful connection, connection, a beautiful communication. Yes, whatever that is for you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be talking a lot more about that in the second series when we talk more about couples relating and so forth. But this is, but we have talked about the importance of bonding and, and the before play and so forth. Yes. So this is what's so important because if you are too, if as a man you are too intense, she'll turn off from you. She'll back away, mm -hmm. right? And then you'll think that there is nothing there, mm -hmm. right? And then what a lot of men then do is go, oh, well, I give up. Right? If she's not responding, I give up. And he draws away completely. There's no energy there at all. There's nothing for her to work with. But what men can do is that they connect to their pen positive penis energy mm -hmm. and use their, that energy f to create that connection, which is, yes. why, which is another one of your famous sayings, that a penis is for connection, not penetration. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. We're talking about penis, vagina joining together. It's not that one penetrates the other. Right? So a man needs to be really aware. And this is very much the difference between an immature masculinity and a mature masculinity. Mm-hmm. Right? The immature masculinity is much more about, you know, the, the thrusting and the intensity and that sort of thing, right? Because, you know, younger men on the whole have got more of that, you know, got to achieve in the world and, you know, create my empire sort of thing. Mm-hmm. All right? And as a man ages, ideally he will, you know, soften a little bit more. By now he's built his empire, however yes. large that might be. Yes. Which brings us to the four aspects of being a good lover. Yes. For a man. Yes. The four of those are he needs to be confident. He needs to be connected. He needs to be in control and he needs to be creative. Think of them as the four C's, okay? Confident, connected, in control, creative. Are you listening, men? Connected, (laughs) confident, in control and creative. Yes, Yes. Now, I want to talk about that a lot more next week's show, which is about being a black belt in the bedroom, all right? So today um, we're focusing a lot more on the whole energy and what you're putting out as your masculine energy, all right? So just take this away. What you're wanting, and you don't want to wait until you're old and mature, (laughs) you can start doing this young. You can start doing this as soon as you start becoming sexually active, Right. Start maturing sexually. That's certainly something for the men and for the women to think about Mm -hmm. while we go to our break. Confident, connected, in control and creative. Yes. We'll resume this subject after the commercial break. Hello, it's Jacqueline Hellier and Xavier Watercane here and we're having a fascinating conversation today on the Tantric Lounge about men and we've been talking a lot about how the importance of men being able to use their desire without it being intense so that they entice rather than force and thrust get that energy. everyone in entice not intense yes now i just want to make a little addendum there to say that look once you're engaged sexually yes you can get as intense as you like once the water's boiling once the water's boiling yes because plenty of women like a good shag, yeah? Yeah, quite happy to have intensity, and that's part of the whole yin and yang thing. But what I'm talking about here energetically, when you want to make love to your woman, entice. Okay. Well, as usual, we tend to accumulate emails Mm. over the week in in between shows rather Mm -hmm. than live. I think it's because people want to think about what we've got a few that have just popped up. We've got a few, and we've got yeah, Mm. we've got we've got things going on. Firstly, Lorna from Roanoke. Did you know that there actually is a city called Roanoke? It's not just this little colony that just disappeared mysteriously for 100 years. You don't know about that. Anyways, this, is, this isn't a history show. This isn't a history channel. This is sex. Yes. Anyway, yes, sex, please. Ma- <laughs> focus on the sex. Let's focus on the sex. God, history, history, history. All you think about is history. Okay. Joking. My, okay. My husband has had a prostate operation and mm-hmm. can no longer achieve an erection. Right. So he has stopped wanting sex. Yes. I still want him and feel terrible that the intimacy has gone from our lives. I'm listening to your show because I thought Tantra might help, and from what you say, probably can. But he won't listen. He seems to have completely given up, and I know it's affecting his sense of self and his masculinity. Any advice? 
Absolutely. Lorna, you are right. There's so much more that he can do. And unfortunately, so many men do give up when they can't have an erection. And it's so unnecessary. And that's very buying into a, a much more immature approach to male sexuality and this whole intensity and thrusting thing because you need to have an erection to be able to do that. Now, it reminds me once I was doing a, a show on radio about sex and ageing and um, a whole bunch of really lovely older people called in and I mentioned that Lorna and her husband are on the mature end of, of the life scale. And this lovely woman rang up and she said ever since her husband had a prostate um, uh, um, operation and could no longer achieve an, uh, an erection, they have been having the best sex of their lives. And that was because he learnt to use his hands. And this woman was over 70, so I assume her husband was as well. And then in their 70s, they were having the best sex of their lives without an erection because he learnt to use his hands. She said they were more connected, they were having more fun than they ever had before. Okay. And and, and this dispels one great myth mm. that maybe a lot of men and mm -hmm. women have yes. is that you don't actually need an erection to achieve an orgasm. No. Absolutely. Well, certainly women don't need a man to have an erection to achieve orgasm. Well, that's true. But the yes. men don't need it. But either. men, yes. We're thinking about men. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. But men don't think about women's orgasms when they're that's thinking true. about that's sex. A, yes. 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 A, a man can achieve, receive a huge amount of pleasure from a soft penis. Yeah? Soft cocks are good. And a woman can enjoy playing with a soft cock, right? And any man of any age will find that at times in the sex act, It'll rise and it'll wane and it'll rise. And particularly if you're wanting to explore Tantra and long t and extending your lovemaking, you know, <laughs> up to hours, there's no way you're going to have an erection for that entire time. So losing the capacity to be erect for mm -hmm. whatever reason mm. might in fact be a blessing in disguise. It can be. It can be. Because all of a sudden, here's another, here's another great male myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penis is not the only erogenous zone in the male body. Yes, indeed. Surprise, surprise. Yes. Like there's this huge focus on the penis and therefore there is huge pressure on the penis to perform. If it becomes all about the penis and the penis is kind of feeling a bit pressured. Pressured penises. Pressured penises don't perform. <laughs> how, how alliterative are you? It is. Pressures, penises don't perform. Right. Yes. So, how? But what? But but how do we solve Lorna's problems? Because mm. she does say, it, uh, "I'm trying to get him into interested in tantra, mm. but he won't listen. He seems to have completely given up." Yes. So, so Lorna, you need to take control here a little bit in a lovely, soft, feminine way, and say, "Darling, let me do delightful things to you. I miss you. I miss our cuddles. I miss our intimacy. Right? Just lie down and just let me touch you." And just get him to lie there, preferably naked, put some lovely music on, and just spend a few songs just touching his whole body. And when you get to his penis, caress that as well. And if he doesn't want you to touch it, just say, darling, I love your penis, regardless. I love you. I love your penis. You have a positive penis, yeah? And hug him and just say how much you're enjoying the hug. Get his confidence back. Get him realising what he's missing. He's missing the intimacy, right? Rather more than the erection. Yes. Probably. Now let me share something from you from my own life that my um, <clears throat> my current lover, the first time we started um, 
when we first started being lovers and stuff, and, oh, my God, he thought he was just, you know, the hottest lover out. And, uh, look, he was physically very good and remains good. But it was so intense. At the end of it, I'm just like, well, that's, you know, oh, that was a bit much. And he's like, what do you mean? You know, I'm the man. I'm shagadelic, you know. And I'm like, no, sorry, mate, you're going to have to learn to tone it down because that's not what I'm after. You know, I've been doing all this fantastic stuff with tantric masters and so forth. He's, it was a, he was a bit like the rock star that had the volume turned up to 11. Oh, God. Yes, it was exciting. He was a bit shocked, actually, because he thought it was amazing. And, um, but I remember the first time he had his first whole body orgasm. It was kind of like his first tantric type orgasm. He didn't even have an erection, right? And it was at that point that he realised that his whole concept of sex was wrong because he was having the most extraordinarily um, ecstatic experience. He was feeling his rushes of ecstasy, wave after wave, flowing through his body. He didn't even have an erection at the time, yeah? And he certainly, we weren't connected genitally, yeah? And that that's what shifted him. So the great thing about tantra is you don't even need to touch each no, other. No, you don't need to touch each other. I was doing some fantastic work with a guy in San Francisco via Skype and all we'd do was breathe together and I'd be going off into these wonderful, you know, states of altered states of consciousness. Tantric Skype sex. Yes. Without any physical touch. Yes. Because it's all about energetics. It's all about the energy. And this is the thing, as a man ages... Ideally, if he ages well and doesn't buy into this myth that you've got to be this young stud to be sexual, Mm -hmm. right, if he matures in his sexuality so that as he grows older, he becomes stronger energetically, right? And then as, as the woman ages as well, she can respond to that energy, right? They can be having the most beautiful, blissful, connected sensations and experiences right up into great old age. It will inevitably become less and less physical but as usual a lot of people have this backwards yes. they focus on the body mm-hmm. and they think that if they focus on the body exercising the body etc etc mm-hmm. it will solve the problem mm. what you're saying is if you concentrate on the energetics mm. the body responds yes yes absolutely and it doesn't necessarily respond in the way it did when you were younger right if you start moving, if as a man you start realising that it's your energy that's becoming more and more powerful. I mean, we know that when we see, you know, like successful businessmen and things, okay, in their 50s, 60s, 70s, they're powerful, right? And power is appealing if it's good power, right? I'm not saying all of those guys are necessarily good men, right? But any man can develop that sense of, of power <laughs> in a sexual sense and use it to good effect, with his woman, and in fact with all women, because the more a man becomes confident in his sexual energy, particularly as he ages, just as, and the same applies to women, of course, then they're actually spreading this positive masculine energy in the whole world. This question mm. more or less seeks into that. Yeah. Jake from Vancouver, mm. I'm 25 and I like to pick up girls, but yep. that's all. I don't really want to have sex with them. And when I try, I often can't get it up. Is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I really like the idea of time trying digging your show. So he's picking up girls, but he doesn't necessarily want to have sex with them because he can't necessarily get it up. <laughs> yes. Again, this is a, a penis-focused thing. Yes. Mm. Your advice for Jake? Yeah. Look, I, I meet other young men um, and sometimes they just come up to me at you know social events and go, oh, can I just have a chat? 
sort of a thing. Because everybody knows what you do. Well, yeah, yes, they do. Yeah. And you have to stop wearing that T-shirt that says, I'm a sexpert. <laughs> How do you think? It looks so good. Um, yeah, so... So young men have also bought into this thing that it's all about, you know, their penis and their virility is about being able to shag women, right? And some young men find that actually, you know, they don't want to shag just any woman. And just because they've picked her up, and yes, picking up a woman can be kind of a a fun activity and a nice challenge and, yeah, let's go out and see if we can pick up some chicks. Mm. All right, you know, that's, that's the fun of the hunt. But actually once you've got her, if you're not seriously attracted to her, then it is perfectly normal for a young man not to actually want to have sex with her. The fun of the hunt doesn't necessarily lead to the fun of the cunt. Oh, <laughs> you're a poet today. I'm a poet really today. <laughs> hunt, the cunt. Yes. So, um, and it seems to me that, um, what was his name? Jason? Jake. 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 Jake has got a more mature sexuality. Without even knowing it. Without even knowing it. And if he's being, if he's feeling um, attracted towards Tantra and stuff, and young men can, of course, learn Tantra. I'm not saying it's something you have to wait till you're old to do. All right? In fact, it's better to start it when you're younger because then you can, you know, work on both sides of the, of the thing. So, yes, you know, if he does meet a woman, if he picks up a woman who he does really like, or perhaps only pick up women who... He only really likes, or at least only take them home if he's really attracted to them. So no, Jake, the answer is no, there's nothing wrong with you. You don't need a penis for good sex. In fact, as we've said, mm-hmm. we don't even need bodies for good sex. No, we don't. And uh, and importantly... That's a bit of a paradigm breaker, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You don't need, you need, a, you don't need a body for sex. No, you, you need a body for reproductive sex. Right. Yes. Absolutely. For reproducing other bodies. Yes. Because indeed. that also just babies' way of making more babies. Yes. But as we've been stressing of late, sex in humans is not just about reproduction. It's not just about procreation. Yes. All right? And surprisingly, not surprisingly, even young men who are supposed to be, you know, gagging for and ready to shag anything that happens to have a cunt to use your lovely language. Actually, I like the word cunt. I think we need to really take it back on Do you know the origin of the word cunt? I do. What is it? It is. It originally meant to bewitch and beguile a man with your feminine charms. It was a verb. It was a verb. To cunt a man was to bewitch and beguile him. I thought it was related to kuni. What's that? Kuni, the the, uh, Sanskrit term, isn't it? Cooney? Well, look, to be quite honest, there's, there's Yana, a, Yoni, that's sorry. Yoni. Yeah, there's a lot of Cooney varying, is a Latin, sorry. Yeah, there's a few different ideas about where the word cunt came from. But, but definitely was used in a much more positive sense. In but the that idea that it was a verb rather than a noun. Yes. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. So and, it's against, it, it, it's, a, it's an action, mm. not an object. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's not just this passive thing. It was actually an active thing. Yes, but we'll get onto that when we talk about women in future shows okay. in the not-too-distant future. On the same thing, Sean mm. from Brisbane. I do have a high sex drive and my wife doesn't have any at all, it seems. I'd love to have sex two or three times a day, and we did at the start. Now, just once a week or so, she'll roll over and say, make it quick. So I only ever get to take her from behind. There's never any foreplay and she'll never look at me. I'd love to try Tantra and all sorts of things. Sex is good, but she is completely uninterested. Yes. Now, I might be making assumptions here, Sean, but I suspect the problem has been that you have been too intense. 
right? If you're saying that you feel like sex two to three times a day, I have generally found that what happens when a man's a bit out of balance sexually, he starts becoming quite obsessed about sex. And when that happens, his energy inevitably becomes intense and that makes his partner recoil, which is why she seems to have shut off to him, right? If she's getting a sense that he wants sex that much, then she's just going to be going, no, 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 no. So right? she's particularly sensitive to this thrust thing. Yes, yes. Perhaps even a little hypersensitive. Well, when that happens over and over for years on end, I mean, they're married, so mm. obviously they're together. And if she's getting this energy from him every single night, right, she'll be shutting herself off. So what can he do? Okay, he can tone it down. He needs to practice not wanting sex finding other ways to channel his sexual energy and to start opening her up to the possibility of just some beautiful intimate connection. Mm. Right? So you could sublimate. He can sublimate. Now, for those who don't know what sublimate means, it means channeling energy in another direction. He yes. could start, I don't know, maybe playing a musical instrument or being, doing something creative or... Yes, indeed. Temporarily yes. while his wife readjusts to mm. his... Yes, and I would suggest that he actually talks to her and actually apologises for being too intense. Ah. Yeah? Yep. All right. Apologies are very powerful coming from men because a lot of men have trouble apologising. Yes, and for him to say to her, I'm just starting to realise what I've been doing and how that's had a negative effect on you, and I want to assure you this is the opposite to what I want because I do desire you because you are beautiful. And I love connection with you, right? Now, notice how I'm being quite poetic, mm. quite romantic in my language. Mm. That's what a man needs, right? He needs to invite her back. She's run away from him energetically. She's not there. And not see this as a failure on his part necessarily. No. No. Because you just got a comment from Adam from Marubra who must be listening live. Mm. Positive penis energy. Wow, what a great concept. Thanks for giving us permission to feel good about our penises. Yeah. I wish all women could love penises as much as we love their vaginas. Yes. So maybe the first step mm-hmm. for Sean mm. is to feel positive about himself, understand yes. that he has erred. On yes. the side of ardor. Yeah. yeah. Hearing on the side of ardor. <laughs> You're just really in the poetic mindset today, Xavier, aren't you? Yeah. And, and just let calm down a bit. Mm. Yes, calm it down. The apology sounds time. like a great... Uh... Yes, because what he's doing energetically when he apologises is he's opening himself up to her and he's allowing himself to be vulnerable, right? He's allowing himself to say... You know, I have heard, I'm sorry, I love and desire you, I want you, yes? And he's doing it with softness. He's doing it from that yin space, Mm. which she will, that's inviting her to open her heart back up to him. And the paradox being that the less he tries, the more (laughs) she'll go for it. Yes. It's amazing how many men who come to me with a similar kind of Try less and she'll buy more. Yeah. Yeah, so many men come to me with a similar kind of dynamic, right? <clears throat> they've, been, they've been trying, they've been trying, they've been trying, and she's been pulling away from him. And I say, pull back, pull back. Stop being so intense. Invite, don't in, you know, thrust. And he's like, oh, but I'm really worried that if I do that, you know, nothing will happen. And I'm like, it will only not happen if you shut off from her completely. Don't shut off from her. Pull back, open up to her, right? And they always come back to me going, 
oh, my God, that was really weird. She's so what, paying more attention to so me. So what do they do when they pull back? They're meditating or something? They're just No, 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 no. They're still being there, uh-huh. right? But they're not thrusting this energy on her, right? Uh-huh. They're still there. They're like, I'm here for you, babe. I love you. I desire you. But I'm here. When you're ready, hey, let me give you a massage or, you know, blah. It's softer. And she will turn. She'll want to be there. She'll want to come to him. And we'll look at more of what a man can actually do practically Practically. after the break. Yes. Welcome back. And we might also add that you can subscribe to the newsletter. And the blog. And the blog by? By going to my website. JacquelineHillier.com. Or thetantriclounge.com. Okay. We have another question. Oh, okay. Um, Samantha from Annandale, which is just up the road. I attended both your women's workshop and retreat, and one of the biggest things I took away was to honour your penis. I would never have done that before. A penis was always an object of fear and trepidation, even my husband's. Mm. Uh, now I see it as a beautiful part of him, and it has changed me and us and him too. I, it also enabled me to honour my own yoni, which I guess will be the subject of another show, which I look forward to hearing. Mm. So this, about, this question leads about honouring yes, the other. Yes, it is. And about getting back to that positive penis energy or the, the positive pe- penis power, right? So it's not like a, it's not a, a weapon that penetrates, which a woman needs to kind of recoil from or, or block herself off from. Mm. It's actually a beautiful, powerful, desirable part of her partner's body, mm. right? And, yes, what I do in the women's workshops and retreats is we, we spend some time, like, being able to relate to the penis in a really beautiful and positive way, right? And that is partly about doing it from inside and not from ahead and to make sure that the woman realises that as she becomes more aroused, you know, the, the waters heat up, she will naturally want to respond to the penis in a positive way. It the, really makes me wonder what's going on in people's heads mm. that they get into a space when they're not honouring their own bodies. Well, it's because we're still... <clears throat> at the tail end of this horrible period of sex as shame. It's still so strong. Or sex as performance. Well, that's that whole sex as sleaze, the second phase, right, which hasn't been particularly helpful for so many people, right? And, in fact, the sex as sleaze phase with all of the porn and everything has just done more to glorify the erect penis and, you know, this very youthful approach to, you know, shag hard and long and have huge orgasms. And I want to stress there's nothing wrong with that. It's just completely out of balance. It's a bit like being a musician that can only play heavy metal. Yeah. There's a whole world of other musical styles that you could enjoy. Yes. And if all you get to do is listen to heavy metal all the time, you may well get completely over it. Yes. I mean, a lot of... You become deaf. Yeah. Well, a lot of young people were into it for a few years. I know my son got into it for the little thrash heavy metal. It was just noise, you know. Um, yeah, but that's fine. Which is fine. Yeah. And, and occasionally and it's I... It's not an insult to all of the people who are heavy metal devotees. No, no, no. It's no. Just, I'm just drawing the analogy that mm. if, you, if you think of sex as music mm. or even as you think sex as food and you mm-hmm. only do meat and three vegetables. Oh, that's a bit dull. Yeah. For most people. For most people. Mm. What can... Mm. Mm. couples do mm. let's start off with couples yes so we're into the exercise section of mm. our show mm. what can couples do to mm. 
get more connected in this particular way that we've been talking about? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of beautiful exercises that they can do. But here's a really simple one if you do have a partner. And all you do is you sit facing each other. Okay, so you can sit cross-legged or you can sit in some chairs. And the man starts to focus on his penis, right? And he feels his pe penis, he gets very present in his penis. And he feels his penis and his penis energy is a very positive thing. We're not talking necessarily feeling the penis with his hands. We're just no, no. talking about feel, just being present being, in his penis. Right. Yep. And then he visualizes or imagines that he's allowing that penis energy to flow across from him to his partner, right? So he can visualize this as light? If he wants to. Or as a sound wave? Yes, as a sensation. Doesn't matter. Whatever it sort of intuitively feels right for him, okay? And she is similarly in a lovely space. In fact, what she's doing is she's focusing on her breasts because the breasts are the woman's positive pole, okay? And she's focusing on her breast energy. And she also allows that energy to flow across to him right and at the same time she then can welcome in his penis energy down into her sexual center he welcomes in her breast energy right and as she does that then you might even start feeling some sense of circularity of flow as his penis energy comes into her pelvis and then she can allow it to rise up in her body where it mingles with a breast heart love energy flows across to him he receives it he draws it down it mingles with his sexual energy it flows across to her we're looking at an extension mm. of the cosmic circuit that we looked at last week when it's yes, just within the self within you. just to, as a quick revision of mm. that what happens is that you're breathing in mm -hmm. the energy going down up, up your spine up the spine yep and on the out breath, it flows and on the down out, front. So in breath, up the spine from the mm -hmm. base of the spine, mm -hmm. and then out breath mm. flows down again through the front of the body. Yes. But here we're extending this, mm -hmm. and in fact it's circulating the other way because we're, we're looking at penis energy flowing towards the woman. Mm -hmm. She draws up. it up mm -hmm. through her body, mm -hmm. exhales it or whatever mm -hmm. through... Mm -hmm. From top, from head to head, well, no, from, from heart, heart to heart, to heart to heart, from heart to heart, yeah. and then the energy flows down in the man from the heart down to his penis again, and we continue that cycle. Yes, that's a very basic version of it. Right. And I would invite people at this stage not to worry too much about the breath or the direction, but more just to have a sense. The main thing for the man is to have that really positive sense of his penis, right, and for her to have a welcoming sense of his energy. In fact, you can do it with just the penis if that's enough to get started with and then you can add the breast energy. And you might just notice if, if there's any sense of energetic flow as well. And what you're trying to do in this exercise is shift an attitude. Mm. Yes. An energetic attitude. Yes. And by just settling in, just, just being solid within yourselves, lovely space, slow, calm, and then you start feeling it, right? There is no intensity yeah, there's, create, there's a mutually created space of sharing. A bubble of warmth and lusciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. And couples would benefit most from doing this at a time when they're not going to be interrupted mm -hmm. in a beautiful space. Yeah, and they can play some music and they can do this for, say, one song. So about three to five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing to do. Mm. Just 
Okay. Yeah. And what can men do on their own? Yes. Now, for the men, because the focus is on men today, I invite you to take your penis for a walk. Now, what I mean by taking your penis for a walk is not to put it on a leash, <laughs> unless you're a bit kinky. <laughs> what I mean Later. is... <laughs> yeah, when we get into the kinky shows, yes. And I'm not doing that until people are really clear about tantra and connection and all of that because, you know... I, Otherwise I do, they're working from the wrong end. They're, they're coming from the wrong end. And I think tantric kink, the space where tantra and kink overlap, is beautiful. We'll get to that. But for now, and you're not going to be able to do that, guys, until you get present in your penis. So take your penis for a walk. It's worth the wait. Oh, yeah. It's worth the wait. So what you do is you get very present in your penis and you go for a walk. And as you're walking around, whatever you're sensing, you're bringing that awareness into your penis as well. So let's say it's a nice sunny day and you can feel the warmth of the sun on your skin. You go, hey, peeny, feeling that warmth, and you feel that warmth too. If Many you... men do have a little um, nickname for their penises, yeah. don't they? A yeah, lot yeah. of women have a nickname for their yes. Yes. Anyway, back to the men. Um, if you stop and have a coffee somewhere, you know, and you're tasting the coffee, you're smelling the aromas, you're like, hey, Peeny, smell it, taste it, can you feel that? Right? So, what you're doing is you're getting your penis to become much more of a sense organ mm -hmm. in a very holistic way. And similarly, if you see a, you know, a, a nice looking woman pass by and you'd like to get a, she captures your attention, again, your penis, you go, hey, Peeny, look, nice woman over there. But what I want you to do is to see if you can sort of absorb some of her feminine energy, right? Bring it into you. It's almost like it comes into you through your penis. Penis is like, whoa, lovely woman, really nice. And it's just as good as the warmth of the sun or the smell of the coffee. You do this exercise in your workshops. Yes, I do. I get the, the guys to wander around just for a minute or two. And they walk through whatever space they're in. Yeah. And just be aware of. Of their penis. Mm. There's also some sort of synesthesia going on as well. You're looking at the sensuality of vision. Mm -hmm. We're looking at the sensuality of sound. I mean, it could be yes. even hear the call of the birds in the distance, mm. hear the chatter yes. of yep. of people as they walk through a park or whatever. Yes. But be aware, but talk to your penis and say, hey, Peeny, yeah. whatever your penis's name is. Yes. So penis is feeling it too. You and your penis are one. Right? It's not the penis is only there when there's something sexual happening. It's like, ah, that's yeah? a key point. Yeah. It's is like you're always connected with your penis. As you're always connected to within any other part of your body. Yeah. So because tantra is all about the awareness. Yes, and the connection within yourself as much as between yourselves. Because if you don't feel, if you don't have a good connection with your penis and it's only when you're feeling sexual and really aroused and there's some intensity of energy happening, right, there's going to be this disconnect. And your penis will have a bit of a mind of its own and you'll have trouble controlling it, which then leads to, you know, coming too quickly or, and so forth. Given yeah. that a man can do this at any time, it's mm -hmm. not, he doesn't have to announce it. I am taking my penis for a walk. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean, eventually it'll just become second nature. Yeah? Mm. It'll just be there. You will be more present in your body, right? That's what this leads to. And then when you can be present in your body and present in your penis, when you are relating sexually to your partner, you're doing it with presence, not intensity. So it's become, not like suddenly this urge has come upon you and it's like intense and, ah, I've got to do something with it because, ah. So this eventually leads to more presence in the body, but the penis is a good place to start. 
Yes, and it means that when you are relating sexually to your woman, there isn't as much of that intensity. There's a there's a, a calmer, solider, there's a power there, not an intensity. Right? Power as opposed to intensity. Yeah. So it's strong, it's solid, it's good. So so burning embers as opposed to blowtorch. Yes. Burning coals, something stronger than embers sounds a little bit. Okay, sorry, burnt coals. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're working towards. And when a man can get that, he becomes a much more powerful lover, much more desirable lover, a lover that a woman can let go to. Yeah. Because he'll be giving because he'll be giving that energy a space in which to yes. let her warm her waters again. Yes. And she can feel safe and secure so that she can completely let go. And when a woman can completely let go, she'll take him on a journey. And how long does this uh, exercise last for then? Oh, just as long as you like. Like it's better to do it for a minute than to do not do it at all. But if you're going for a walk, you know, focus on it for a whole half hour. And like so many things where, where change is involved, a little bit every day is better than a lot and then ignoring mm. it for a week. Yeah. One yeah. minute a day is better than half an hour and then ignoring it for a month. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Mm. What's up next week? Next week, let's continue our men's business. And I want to talk more about the actual sex act. So a lot of what today was about was, you know, just the general energetic approach and the desire, the desire side of sex. So we're going to talk about being a black belt in the bedroom. All right, so the, the, the key skills a man needs. And we mentioned them earlier, you know, the confidence, in control, uh, connected and creative. So this is more about recipes or it's inst- more in, about instructions Possibly. Poss- possibly more about the, what you can actually do. Yes. But don't do that before you do the awareness exercises. Yes, this is all absolutely essential. We've got to bake the cake before we ice it. Okay. Yeah. We can't just go straight into the tips and tricks. We've got to get you happening as a man. We've mm-hmm. got to get your masculinity strong, your sexual power strong. And people need to learn how to taste food mm-hmm. before they can eat or cook well. Yes, otherwise they'll just get gluttonous and try and stuff it in. That's not good sex. Mm. So join us again next week down on the Tantric Tantric Lounge. Lounge.